Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are preparing for the next steps of their hell venture. Moonhammer remembered her brother and her husband. Butthole caught up with Juniper about their shared pasts, and Reginald discovered more of Sunsight's secrets before Quinny led the way to the archive. Can our heroes pull off a heist and win a popularity contest? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. It is the night of God prom. Uh, your dress, made of butts, looks amazing. Uh, Chevy Horse Nuts did a great job. Um, <laughs> Juniper and Butthole. Uh, Chevy also made you amazing clothes. What are you guys wearing? I think Juniper could pick her own outfit, but I think Butthole would suggest that they get masks for himself and Juniper and for the moonbeams uh, and for bunny hops, all of which are just copies of Moonhammer's butt with the hole where their mouth would be. So when they look at them, they still see Moonhammer's magnificent butt and it just jiggles when they talk. Uh, so you can't see who they are. You just see Moonhammer's glory whenever you look at any of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, like, I brought spare butts. Jennifer finds, like, there's a lot of joy in that, so. Great. All right. She's so real down. Butts, butts all the way down. Yeah. Uh, butts out for Moonhammer. Uh, amazing. So uh, <laughs> the other question that remains is, how are you going to arrive in style? Moonhammer, what is your your preferred method of of delivery? Um, can I be carried in by like a bunch of flaming tortured souls on like one of those things that like a like people get carried on and yeah, like a yeah, palanquin? palanquin? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, sure, totally. So, uh, because you're in God Hell, it's all uh, like tortured gods. Um, so you've got like the god of pop up ads. Uh, you've got the god of buffering. <laughs> Um, you've Oof. got, uh, the a God of walking hut related gods here <laughs> of, uh, the God of walking three wide on a sidewalk and not moving, um, Oof. just to the worst of the worst. Um, and, uh, the, so the carried on a, uh, the shoulders of gods of minor annoyances, uh, you are, are carried <laughs> flatulently into the, um, into the, the ballroom. Um, so this is a, a floating, um, glass, uh, a ballroom. So think like a giant circular domed building um, that is just a, a drift um, over uh, a sea in which you can see um, boats and various nautical gods uh, who've been damned to forever guard a sea with no one in it. Um, kind of like glowering and shaking their fists up from, from the ocean beneath. Uh, as any good prom is, it's themed a night under the sea. So there's also just like crepe paper and like just like blue streamers and like someone's crudely drawn a mermaid cut out, but they're very proud of it. Nice. Um, and uh, so you're, you're brought up um, a walkway uh, on boars and you can see that uh, a number of the other um, uh, deification games uh, winners are there in, in their various finery. Um, there is um, the uh, uh, the god of snorkels, who's just like a, a weird guy with just snorkels coming out of every part of his face, um, walking around with flippers and trying to like shake hands, but his hands are made of snorkels. So it's just like real awkward for all involved. It's like shaking hands with a fistful of flutes. It's just like a not a fun experience mm. for all involved. I wonder how he won his tournament. <laughs> um, eventually he like hits someone with the snorkels hard enough that they fall over um, oh got it and uh, he kind of looks left looks right and just jams them into their, their throat and starts like funneling blood just starts like spraying out of them like the, the fucking mer person in, uh, at the end of uh, Cabin in the Woods and oh, people wow. come over and pull him off and he's like I'm fine I'm fine let me shake more hands um, and, well, I'm not uh, voting for that guy <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, uh, you see, uh, the God of mascots, um, who is just like having a smoke and they've taken off, uh, their mascot head to have a smoke, but underneath is another mascot head. And they're just doing the whole Russian doll thing where they're just taking more and more heads off, trying to get to something that can smoke. Um, <laughs> so variety of gods, uh, of all shapes and sizes around, um, 
But um, as you approach, uh, Bunny hops in his butt mask, kind of runs in and and just yells, uh, presenting the goddess Moonhammer and the Moonbeams. Uh, and there's like a scattered applause, but like no one's really paying attention because they're they're you know busy awkward dancing and getting shit faced on punch. Um, cool. But uh, it's a it's a pretty good it's a pretty good entrance. Uh, no one else thought to have other gods carry them in, so that kind of immediately sets you sets you apart. Um, so I'm curious, uh, friends, what are your your tactics to try and make Moonhammer uh, win Queen of the Prom? Well, I think we've got to, we've got to, uh, you know, we'll flash back to a conversation. This is 100%. Yes, I'm sorry. I should have been clear yeah. on that. This is a flashback. No, 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 all good. Uh, Ocean's Eleven style. You've arrived. <laughs> and then, like, you know, the low bass comes in with a doom, 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 doom. And we cut back to what you were secretly planning. All right. So I'm thinking we got to send our four moonbeams out to start, like, a whisper campaign about how cool you are. And about how somebody else is secretly pregnant, but in that like bad way at some high schools or something. Because I don't entirely understand prom. Again, beaten by my father until I ran away to become a mercenary. Not a lot of prom experience. And the sunbeam's like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Uh, and they start coming up with whisper campaigns. Perfect. All right. Now, they said there was a way we could just murder people. Uh, Moonhammer, how do you feel about murder? I am not opposed to it. Yes, if you win Queen of Prom, you will have to fight whoever else wins to the death. So this and will end guys... in a in a, a blood feud. Yeah, as you guys know, I fucking live for this shit. <laughs> okay, cool. So if uh, maybe hmm. maybe we you know we could try to identify some evil gods who definitely shouldn't win because they're evil, and then Juniper and I can murder them. I mean, yeah, like we need to murder everybody else so that I can win. I have to win. Yes, and Moonhammer, just... uh, you uh, you also impart uh, to them that uh, your your purpose for winning is uh, to get uh, close enough uh, to uh, Bale, who is the um, one of the, the the lords of hell from like real dark hell uh, down below. Um, who is uh, kind of the benefactor uh, of this particular god prom. Uh, more importantly, uh, you need the final piece of the bone key uh, that will uh, unlock the um, uh, the gateway uh, to the source that will allow you to return home. Uh, granted, you still got some other shit you got to get done in hell, but you'll need that key to access uh, the person who can uh, tell you what you need in order to actually get home. Uh, which basically means breaking some rules about reality, but like at this point, Moonhammer going to Moonhammer. Say, what part of that do you relay to us, Moonhammer? Just because, what butthole? I mean, we've established already. Butthole clearly thinks the two of you are going to be together forever, <laughs> <laughs> and you are apparently trying to flee. <laughs> so, <laughs> how much of this plan goes to the beehole, uh, and and what's the spin on it? If you don't want to have him ask questions, you don't want. Well, you guys know that I'm trying to get back home, right? Are are you asking in character or are you asking in general? Because uh, I know, okay. but I they, they know about but Hala, but vaguely. Well, but that, I in, think is it. in character though, uh, last time you helped Moonhammer, um, the goal was to become queen of hell because she was going to use that as leverage to eventually make her way back uh, to her her own realm. So this is a known thing from a long time ago. That isn't to say the characters haven't reshaped yeah. it in their minds. I don't think that clicked with Butthole. I think he would just assume back home was like more hell or like a different heaven that would be totally cool and around forever. Mm. I mean, just because I'm going back home doesn't mean you can't go. Oh. Oh, so I get to go with you? Alyssa, can you roll me uh, a deception check? I don't believe you have it on your sheet. Uh, so it's just going to be a straight dice roll for you. The Which one? Uh, so just roll a d20 and tell me the score. 18. Uh, Butthole, can you roll an insight check at disadvantage, please? Or would you just trust Moonhammer? You can also not roll. I don't. I, I think he's he's grown up a little bit, so he just like factors things together. And interestingly, with the disadvantage, I rolled a 17 and a 19, but I have plus eight. So, so uh, my lowest roll is 25. Uh, yeah, she says you can come with her, but it kind of sounds like you can't go with her. See, it doesn't sound like I can go with you. 
So that means I'm here, but I don't have a goddess anymore. Like, well, what, what would ha- what would happen to all your worshippers? Butthole, I just I need you to trust me on this one. See, you keep saying that, and then every new thing I learn makes it kind of scary, as though it's not what you said earlier. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Alyssa. <laughs> Blindly following your God is what religion is all about, but <laughs> But I had a thought since I had a different die roll since our last conversation. <laughs> Fiddlesworth blindly followed you, and he was terrible. He did bad things, and then I ran him into the ground because he was wrong, and then he uh, died. Alyssa Fiddlesworth was one of several people you empowered with your magic back when you were uh, when you were first exiled from your realm, uh, and you had complete amnesia and were falling through space and time. Um, you basically started trying to reestablish any kind of version of yourself anywhere you could. Uh, you did manage to uh, convince a bunch of people to worship you in the uh, ancient past. They built a temple to you that got over that eventually kind of fell apart because you never spoke to them again because you fell through time some more. Um, and eventually, once you stabilized a bit, you started empowering anyone you thought might help get you home. Unfortunately, this included uh, people like uh, King Mudbutt's uh, evil dad, um, uh, a guy named Beryl, I believe was you, uh, Fiddlesworth, uh, who is uh, a butler that Ryan convinced to join your religion and then just kind of lost track of for a while and he, he took it too it, far yeah a murderous cult leader who i had to murder who like fought yeah, me if you didn't enjoy if you you weren't into friends fun and flatulence he would just fucking kill you because like Moonhammer be praised uh but you did hash that out with with butthole uh in our last adventure uh by gently reminding him that uh hey don't worry about it <laughs> um but essentially just that as as you were trying to establish yourself like he was one of several people you talked to, and it just so happens that, um, you know, maybe you powered up some supervillains. But the important tell thing him. is that you love him. <laughs> tell him that Fiddlesworth was a clerical error. <laughs> That's very good. Wait, I love who? I love Fiddlesworth? No, but butthole. Butthole. Fuck okay. Fiddlesworth. Fiddlesworth died a horrible death. Um, Well-deserved. Uh, uh, basically, I think what, what, it, what it shook out for... Uh, to, uh, what it shook out to for you, Moonhammer, is um, you were desperate. You were on your own. You'd lost most of your memory and most of your power. So you're just trying. You're just throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping anything would stick. As it turns out, the traumatized guy who got hit in the head real hard turned out to be the winner. No one could have seen that coming. So to you, it was kind of like, yeah, I placed ten bets and one of them paid off real big. I'm not real sad about the other nine. Whereas for Butthole, these were like people who challenged his very state of being. So uh, all that to say, I think you're not remembering Fiddlesworth isn't even necessarily amnesia so much as it is just kind of like that guy. What? <laughs> was that one time you bet Fiddles on roulette who? in Vegas? What number came up? Who fucking yeah, cares? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but for Butthole, this was this was a large a large deal. Like, I don't even remember Fiddlesworth. He he just was a blip. I yeah, mean, but that- Buddy Hops p- holds up a hand and he's like, um, actually, I hate to interrupt, but that's true. I don't have any record of a Fiddlesworth on here at all. And she told me literally everything. Okay, well, that's good. Don't don't write that name down. He was a real wiener. Um, <laughs> he scratches it out very quickly, yeah. <laughs> like several times. But like, but like, I don't understand. Because if you, wh- okay, I come from a history of abusive self-absorbed parents, which I'm just acknowledging can make me paranoid about things, but it also makes me watch out for things. And this sort of feels like I might be a tool that's going to help you leave and just abandon me here and that this isn't really like a give and take love and faith thing. I'm not going to let anything bad happen to you. Okay? You just... What about that that acid like an hour ago? Well, except for that. (laughs) Okay, Okay. there might be little bad things, but if I can help it. Juniper raises her hand and be like, what about when he died? Yeah, Um, that wasn't that bad because he's alive now. That's true. That's that's a tough one. Also, Buddy Hops holds up another little finger and says, "Um, actually, I I, I hate to be this guy, but um, I don't believe that Mr. Farch actually died. Uh. When 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 Moonhammer uh, was was queen, that would have been a rather large occurrence. Um, 
when uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Farthole Farch died, she made sure that he was put in a good position to to assist in in the eventual uh, overthrow of of the one of many faces. But uh, Mr. Farch never came through hell uh, at all, actually. Um, if I'm understanding correctly, if if there, there were portals, uh, did you perhaps fall through one of those? Oh, I mean, that makes the most sense. That's what I've always assumed. Yeah, I didn't die. No. Oh, okay, the die thing is kind of a tough sell, because that's true. Okay, you know what? You are right, Moonhammer. I don't know why I ever question you. Every time I do, it turns out stupid. But then you say something that makes me think you're lying. It, it's a complicated world, and you're a complicated god, and I love you. I cannot wait until we get married or some other deal that will make me equally happy. Thank you. Not of approval. <laughs> Game bless. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Okay, so seriously though, should we look for evil gods and then try to murder them, or what do you want us to do? <laughs> um, we cut back to the uh, the archive. So uh, Quinny and Reginald, um, you are uh, you're looking to knock out. You're going for the the stormtrooper gambit, right? Knock out a couple of clowns, put their outfits on, go in. Oh, we were going to go in as exterminators, right? Yeah. Right, right. So you got to go uh, from the preservers of knowledge, right? Okay. Though, so, admittedly, we could probably just send Quinny in with his invisibility ring to steal two uniforms, and we don't have to knock anybody out. King Quimby, what would you like to do? Yeah, I would like to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Quinny going in quietly along to grab clothes. Absolutely, like, like, yeah. This is low stakes here, so uh, happy to just kind of go in there, grab what we need, and bring it yeah, out. So we just. So we just need clothes and tools and some kind of work order. If you can get one that says we have to go into the Citadel, because they really seem like paperwork people here. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, I'll keep an eye out for all of that stuff. All right, I will wait here with Vex, and we will not set anything on fire. I think we both look at Vex. She very quietly pushes the fireball she was building between her hands and then just, like, pretends to eat it and goes, ha-ha. Okay, yeah, no, I know I'm not fooling anyone. I was going to do it. I'm sorry. Look... <laughs> Can you I lock just, it in? I need you to lock to it in here, Vex. It's a pleasure to burn. I love it so much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Vex, can you repeat after me? I'm not sorry. Can you repeat God, after me? I wish me? Alan was here. Sure. Yep. I. I. Promise. Promise. To lock it in. To lock it in. And really focus. And really focus. And not blow stuff up until. And not blow stuff up until. It is beneficial to the group, not just me. It's beneficial to the group and not just me. Man, fucking socialism sucks. Thank she you, Vex. And I turn on the ring of invisibility and disappear. <laughs> oh, damn, where'd he go? Um, okay, so do you know how to play dice? Like, <laughs> I think <laughs> Reginald's just been a soldier for so long. He does have dice, and he is <laughs> he has proficiency in them. So, nice. Um, she turns around. She's like, yes, thank you. All right, let's gamble on some weird shit. Uh, and then he starts betting on what he will allow her to blow up as a Yeah, I was going to say, she bets. She was, <laughs> I was actually going to say, she starts betting on what she's going to blow up. Yeah, so does he. Good, they're, all they're right, good, good, good. Oh, friend, Misa Farthall here to tell you about exciting Patreon. You know, only for $25 a month, you can send your own friend into Dum Dum's land. That's right, I call from hell to tell you you can help your friend. Want butthole not die? Oh, praise bubble. You for $25, pick NPC, design, send into Dum Dum's and Dragons, save butthole life. He need it, otherwise he die. What about King Quimby? He need friend too. $25, send friend to King Quimby. $25 a month and you get thank you from God. That's right, come down from best God ever. Say thank you at the end of every episode. You just have to go to patreon.com slash dice. That's right, a D-U-M-B, funny word, D-U-M-B, funny word, D-I-C-E, useful thing. Send friends to save my friends, please. Also, you get an ad-free feed or something. Quinny, uh, go ahead and roll me a stealth check with advantage, please. Uh, 25. Sneaky, sneaky <laughs> boy. Um, so you make your way uh, into the preservers of knowledge, and uh, sure enough, like everything else you've seen so far, it is an immaculate 
setup. Um, front desk, um, there's a clear stack of, of service orders um, and uh, you see a, a, a clerk just kind of um, scribbling away with a long quill. Um, beyond them, uh, you can see a door kind of to the back room. Unfortunately, the door is closed, so you'll need to open it and sneak through. Uh, but beyond that, you can see racks and racks of outfits. Um, so we're talking like same jumpsuits that you saw out with the shredders, but with kind of the, um, think like the, uh, the dude from like that sort of team fortress, uh, like gas mask, like a classic, classic gas mask. Um, you know, the big glass eyes and like the little, uh, filter at the bottom, um, leading to like a sort of a massive backpack. And then, uh, essentially like, um, the end of one of those fancy showers you see at a hotel on uh, basically like a vaguely susical uh, extermination gun um, for for spraying. Hmm. Okay, great. Uh, so at this uh, at this desk with the work orders, there's there's someone there at that desk. Yes, uh, there is a clerk um, working uh, working away, uh, humming a a, a tune to themselves. All right. Um... I will uh I'll go over to like the, I guess there's like a coffee machine or something or Sure, yep. Yeah. Hell coffee. Yeah. I'm going to go over there. I'm just going to turn on the coffee machine so just like coffee's just coming out and like spilling onto like the counter and floor. Sure. Um and uh the whole desk stands up uh and uh like a, a hundred tiny feet all start turning the desk uh, and you realize that uh, the clerk is part of the desk um, and it starts shuffling over uh, and you just hear, Oh no, that's my favorite brew and it's going to waste. And then the, the, the desk just bumps into the, uh, the countertop uh, and you just hear, Oh no, curse these tiny arms bumps in again, bumps in again, and then starts like turning around and you can see this poor demon trying to reach desperately out for the the coffee uh but it's definitely bought you enough time time to move perfect with each bump um i have like moved positioned myself around to where this like stack of work orders is and with each bump i help the stack to like fall off of the desk <laughs> okay sure and i just pick one up pocket it so i'm assuming like putting it into my jacket now it is like obscured and yeah yeah it's as well. it's the the harry yeah. potter rule so it like floats through yeah. the air and then the second it's in your, your jacket so I, I grab a work order i make sure to grab one that's for the the archives just like like archives 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 got it yep stick it in there uh next thing i can do is <clears throat> looks like he's struggling pretty hard with this coffee machine yep. so i'm just going to try and pick the well i'm going to try and open the the door to the yeah the it's it's unlocked okay, it, I figured it, it would just would have been an, an issue if if yeah, if the I'm door just opening just like, it enough for me to basically slip through. Great. Um, go ahead and roll me a uh, sleight of hand, please. Uh, that is uh, 30 exactly. <laughs> Amazing. So you start to turn the knob and you hear a click. Uh, and then you kind of like roll your eyes. And it's it, like, I don't know if you remember this great scene in Futurama where they put Bender in jail. And he's like, yeah. oh, no, bars. How are you going to get out of here, Bender? Oh, well, shut up. And he just, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's that kind of thing where you just you immediately disable the, uh, the alarm um, and uh, let yourself in. Um, and uh, you're kind of hit with steam. Uh, it seems like there are vents in the ceiling that just kind of uh, occasionally um, hose down everything in the room. Um, you freeze for a moment as a uh, hollow man. Yeah, you get hollow man 100% for a second. And then it, it slowly uh, disappears. No, um, we can all see your huge hog. Yeah, your 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 non-spackled <laughs> hog is is present for all yeah. to see. Um, but uh, as as the mist clears, uh, you see a, a familiar figure uh, changing out of uh, one of the outfits. Um, you don't know know this guy necessarily uh, by name, but you definitely recognize him as one of the Devlingtons. One of the Devlingtons. So just like right. a, a you you met them very briefly. Uh, you would have known them. More so as Duala's uh, guards back in the day, but you do remember that Butthole uh, managed to befriend uh, Jim Devlington um, and uh, actually uh, even uh, bequeathed him Slaughter Gore. Uh, however, uh, you have received word that uh, Jim was killed during the uprising. Uh, so uh, you're unfamiliar with this particular Devlington, but uh, you know, you, you know one to see him because he looks like a devil from legend. <laughs> okay. Um, that's interesting and good to know. Um, I think that might give me a little something to, 
to think on. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, I got to get these uniforms. Um, so I'm going to move to a part of the change room that this Devlington fellow is not occupying to see if I can yep. grab uniforms vaguely in my size and, and Reginald's size. Sure. Yep, you can do that. They're a little, they're all a little bit off because um, demons have weird anatomy. So, you know, there might be like an extra arm and that that sort of thing. But yeah, you can definitely find find them in your size and his size. Great. They go into the bag of holding. So they're mm-hmm. nice and tidy and put away. Uh, masks as well. And um, now for this, this sounds like a large apparatus, this backpack. Yeah, yeah, mounted. yeah. They're, they're pretty clunky. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think it might just be a matter of like very carefully picking it up and just trying to walk through the front door with it kind of <laughs> like neo in the matrix like being guided through the cubicles by morpheus just like sure sure everywhere someone's not looking just trying to like <laughs> this weird floating like <laughs> backpack can of chemicals <laughs> uh okay great so go ahead and roll me stealth i would say a disadvantage but you're currently at advantage for being invisible so it's just gonna be straight stealth which okay. admittedly is still very good for you but... it's in my favor but it could it could go wrong yeah we'll see how it goes for the clerk uh 28 I got 10. <laughs> Good old seven. Good for literally nothing. Um, so at this point, uh, there's an inch of coffee on the ground. Uh, and oh you kind God. of splish splash your way uh, through through the coffee. Um, as you back through the door, you've kind of got like, there's another steam mist. Uh, and you got hollow man briefly. Um, and through the mist, uh, you see um, uh, the Devlington uh, just kind of turn. He's not like looking specifically at you. Also, the mist is annoying for him too. Um, but uh, he almost seems to be enjoying it a little bit. Like it's a little bit like a, a Pepsi cool zone, you know, mm-hmm. he's just kind of uh, doing it. And he, he flashes a, a broad grin as this kind of mist hits him. And he kind of like throws his hair back and forth between his horns. And for a split second, you could swear it was Vex. Like you can just immediately see uh, an uncanny resemblance. Uh, and then you back out through the door your hollow man uh, spray kind of gradually dissipates. Uh, you make your way through the splat, like splish splashing through the coffee. Uh, at this point, the desk guy has fallen on his back. Uh, oh my God, so you just see like so a bunch of little legs <laughs> skittering around um, as, as he just reaches uh, reaches desperately for Is the coffee. Is he like turtled? Like he can't get up? I mean, he'll figure it out eventually. I'm going to turn off the coffee machine. I feel terrible. Uh... <laughs> Okay. I'm just um, going to put the thing down by the door and come back and just be like, click. Um, it stops. And he says, oh, Moonham, I mean, uh, one of many faces be praised. Uh, and then under his breath, he just says, thank you, Moonhammer. This has proved that you are a God who exists. My faith in you has been rewarded. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to grab like the, the sugar, you know, the big glass yep. jar thing of sugar. Uh, and it's, I'm going to like make like a dumb like show of it of like, I'm going to like invisibly like pick it up and like wobble it like in the air. Ooh. <gasps> I'm going to, I'm going to find a place of the floor that hasn't been sullied by coffee. So the sugar doesn't just immediately melt. I'm just going to pour the sugar out in like cursive letters, like moon hammer will return. Um, and, uh, he, he's looking around the corner of his desk, uh, and he says, yes, yes, Moonhammer will return. And I, hoity toity, first clerk of the preservation and preservers of knowledge will spread the word when I can figure out how to stand up. Oh, well, I guess I could drink coffee this way. And then just, you're slurping. Uh, and, um, he says, Hmm, could use some sugar. You hear some like splashing as he tries to like get the sugar over and at this point you're out the door. You're yeah. No. And then it's like the sugar thing, like gets placed down on the ground. He just watches like a backpack of like insecticide chemicals, like rise up and go out the door. And, and uh, he's like, Hmm, Moonhammer must need that. I'll be sure to fill out the paperwork. Um, you make your way back outside, uh, and uh, you you meet uh, Reginald and Vex. Uh, Ryan, let's uh, let's see who wins a dice. Uh, we're gonna do best two out of three. Um, roll two d six. Uh, I don't know. Closest to twelve wins. All right. All right. Well, I got a ten. I got a nine. So you win the first round. 
Oh, I got a five. I also got a five. Tie. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, we should be playing the Gwent theme quietly right now. I, <laughs> I got a yeah. seven. I got a three. So you you take the day. Um, Vex has no money because she used all those gems on the ritual. Um, but she says, okay, uh, so you won, and that's awesome, and I respect winning. So I tell you what, I'm going to give you one freebie. You point at one thing you don't like sometime in, in over the course of our adventure, and I'll just fucking throw a fireball at it, okay? And Eel. you get to pick, not me. That's nice. I really but, appreciate it. But also, that. I'm going to lock it down because that's what yeah. Quinny told me to do. I think, yeah, so so we'll do the one that, so I, I, I won a version of that, and then let's say for my second win, you can't blow up any schools. For children. Oh, yeah, no, I've never blew up children. Blow there up might be, any I might blow up centers you want. There might be children. a military school, so I gotta, I gotta make sure to put the asterisks on that, but like... Oh, yeah, like if we gotta stop some kind of Ender's Game scenario, we gotta stop yeah. that, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, especially if it's full of adults, but no, that, that feels good, so cool. Hey, a floating backpack. Quinny, I'm imagining that's you. Yep, that's me. All right, cool. Uh, so what did what did you learn? You got the stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you need me to cover your tracks? No, you're actually not going to want to destroy that building. I think you might have a family member in there. <gasps> you know, is the, the family familial demon name Devlington or devil name Devlington mean anything to you? Listen, I don't want to be picky, but could you take the ring off? Talking to a backpack feels weird. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll just deactivate it. Huh, oh, shit, you. it's Quitty. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, Devlington. I mean, my my great great grandfather always spoke of a Darvlington. Do you think that could have been a code name? I think someone like smudged some paperwork. Yeah, or he was drunk and just said the wrong word. Yeah, <gasps> he did like the sauce. Oh, so wow. maybe someone spilled some sauce on the. Name yeah, yeah, like gummy sauce. So he's like, he would say Devlington, but it was like a sticky barbecue sauce. He was like, gang, gang. yeah, yeah, you get it. Um, interesting. Okay, well, maybe, maybe that's that's it. Do, do you guys know anything about the Devlingtons? Nope. Uh, they were tight with butthole. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry, butthole? <laughs> oh, we have yeah. a friend named Butthole. Apparently, he's tight. He's, he's a tight butthole. Yeah, tight and round and important. Apparently. Wow, I don't know how you say that name with a straight face for extended periods of time, but that is awesome. I love I him. I can't wait to meet either. him. Okay, so I'll ask if, if we meet him, I'll ask him about it. But like, do you want to go in and try to like get an appointment to talk to a Devlington or something? Like, it feels like there's something really close to here that might help you that we're kind of walking away from. The lobby's kind of a whole situation right now in that place. Uh, yeah, al also like want to blow our cover if, if he turns out to be evil. I mean, this was generations ago. Like, I, I fully believe that like my great 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 grand whatever was cool, but like this guy might be an asshole. I mean, okay. I, I mean, I, sometimes listen. people's family are assholes. It's true. I, okay, but look, we know we know where to find him. So once we talk to your friend Butthole, I'll just come back here if if that'll help. Oh, yeah. that makes sense to me. Can we uh, can we go suit up in an alley somewhere? This is. <laughs> Do you need me to make I, one? I, I imagine we're standing inside the ruined cafe that I got thrown. Yes, I that imagine this like is it. your little like staging operation Great. area. Then out comes the bag of holding with the uniform for Reginald, a uniform for me. I slap the work order on a table just so that we can kind of get familiar with our alibi for walking through there. Uh, and I uh, I bring out, pull out the two masks. Okay, so I'm thinking if I wear this huge backpack, but you carry the work order, you're the talkier guy. We've established you're a better liar. So I was thinking the same thing. We don't both need them. You you wear the backpack, right? Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be the, the muscly silent type. And he's, he's strapped the uniform on over his armor, so he just looks demon bulky. Um, and he's like, yeah, so I'll wear all this crap and then you talk. I'm good. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I get into the jumpsuit, uh, gas mask goes on and I put the work order in my front pocket. What does the work order say about the archives? Um, it's, it's, uh, I, I think we'll say that it's one, uh, that is uh, forthcoming, just standard spray. Okay. So, so like just, a, like a regularly scheduled kind of. Yeah. Yeah. We'll okay. say it's, um, for the, uh, 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 preserved plays section of the archive. So just keeping keeping the theatrical traditions alive and well. Okay. Sh should I like test fire this thing in an alley or something, or do we just want to be surprised when I pull the button? I mean, we may not have to use it at all, but you might as well see what it does in case we have to use it. Oh, we're not actually here to kill bugs. 
Well, they might show up. So he just like steps into the alleyway <laughs> and fires the gun. Tommy just wants to know what it does. Um, it is. Uh, it's like turning on um, a hose that has like that multi-head spray. Things are kind of yeah. bucks in your in your arms and um, just uh, sprays like a, a not like a power washer situation by any stretch, um, but just kind of a uh, a light uh, misting that's kind of uh, you, there's a nozzle on the end that you can turn to make it super concentrated or or relatively uh, dispersed. Cool. Uh, having sprayed it, Tom, can I smell the ground? Sure. Yep. It's a weird thing, but like I Points. am a mutagen um, blood mm -hmm. hunter, so I deal with a lot of like chemicals. I'm immune to being poisoned. Like I have a bunch of different poisons I could ingest and like shit like that. So I'm trying to figure out what the chemical is. I'm probably the only person who can. So I know like, oh, if we get jumped, is this thing of use or is this? Sure. Can you roll, I guess, investigate? What's what's your, do you have a power that would specifically let you Investigation would work for me. Sure. Let's do um, that then. All righty. Ha-ha, net 20. <laughs> Damn. Um, all right. So, uh, yes. This is your recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I made this. This is a Unix system. I know this. Um, yeah, you, uh, you, you recognize, uh, not this specific, uh, brand, but it's definitely familiar to you. Um, this would be a, a, a high grade irritant, uh, if sprayed on a non bug. So, um, it would definitely confer disadvantage and likely reduce movement. Uh, cause it's like, a um, it would stick to the skin and be sticky and kind of burn. It wouldn't cause real damage, but it would be tremendously inconvenient. All right, so this is really going to piss people off if I have to use it on people or demons or whatever, but it'll be good on the pests. This is useful. So no, next stop, the archives. Next off, the archives, indeed. Uh, meanwhile, uh, at the prom. Um, so your plan is to find uh, the biggest and baddest and kill them um, to improve Moonhammer's odds. Is that correct? Uh, Juniper didn't get to object yet, but I think Juniper wanted to object. I, I just, I mean, no one's mentioned it, so I, I mean, maybe, maybe the answer is obvious. But what kind of ramifications is uh, killing a bunch of gods going to have? I mean, from what I've seen, none. You just go around and kill them, and then they come back, but they're your god's friend now. Well, and these, uh, the, there are a few living gods at this but most of them are dead gods they had their chance and they fucked up somehow and or got themselves murdered so they'd get a chance to steal a key um but so, uh, so realistically if we kill these gods there's like no backlash in like the world alive world no because uh, if they had like a big church or something they'd probably be alive and they might okay. still be being worshipped they're just dead so okay. they're you're not I would say, Juniper, from a Great Collide perspective, you aren't fucking... This is actually, uh, weirdly, a bit of a dead-end street. So kind of what happens at the dead-end street like, won't have ramifications. This is the end of the road for, for gods that are forgotten or have been killed. Okay. Yeah, I mean, murder's kind of easy. Or we could do bribery if someone's got an objection to murder. Moonhammer, are there any promises you'd like to make to other gods if you'd become the, the live god or whatever? I don't think you want a thousand moonbeams. That's going to be a pain in the ass. So probably something less, but that they'd still want. Hmm? <laughs> what? I don't know. Is there anything you want us to offer? Because like oh. how bribes work. I mean, you're a goddess, so you don't always have to do bribes. But the idea would be that they're going to do what you want, because after they do that, you're going to give them something that they want. So like, what would you want to give them? Hmm. If they follow me and like become just followers and worshipers of Moonhammer, mm -hmm. then they will be graced with the ability to uh, like make friends and oh, uh, oh. build I, the. Religion. I get it. I get it. I'm going to read between the lines because this is what I do. Juniper, what Moonhammer's suggesting is that we go around the party and we find out what people's social problems are. Like if they're having a fight with their girlfriend or if they don't know how to get in with their cool kids or like if they're not allowed to be part of a certain club and then we solve those social issues. So they get to like have their first date or whatever and then we get the votes. I mean, I do have to be the most popular one here. So I do have to win by popular vote. Yeah, yeah. Make me the... 
hell uh, god prom queen. And that's why we're going to wear the so, butt masks. So I mean, we won't get any we, credit. It's all you. If we murder them all, then there's going to be nobody to vote for me. That's true. Okay, murder's out because that is a terrible democratic theory unless we could kill everyone. But if we could do that, we'd already win. So I just want to say I can always pull out Mrs. Paisley for a bit. She's excellent at forging signatures and other documents. It's almost like a special skill that she has. All right. I'm I'm super charming, and Mrs. Paisley's great at fraud, which sounds like she's approaching a con woman. So what if Paisley and I go around and win over as many people as possible, and the Moonbeams do their whisper campaign, and Moonhammer, you can try to, I don't know. use my power of friendship to become the most popular person here. Everybody will like me because I'm everybody's friend. All right, so Moonhammer's going to befriend everybody. We're going to do con work to well, help friends well, gain new no, friends. I, I, no, no, no. I, look, Mrs. Paisley can, like, redo some votes is what I was thinking. All right, we're going to make the entire election fraudulent. Uh, Moonhammer's going to make friends, and the Moonbeams are going to do a whisper campaign. Go. I want to be clear, no other election has ever been fraudulent. In any world, none of them. But we're doing it this one time, and it does not reflect anything in any other dimension. This is not a metaphor. This is just <laughs> what we're doing for the sake of this game. Not a veiled opinion. Go. Odd thing to say. Prom. <laughs> So uh, with that, uh, you spread out uh, into prom crowd uh, to affect this entirely politically meaningless election that is only for the funsies of being declared uh, one of the two dead like death combatants at the end of a thing. So to Ryan's point, yes, non-politically charged, non-consequential vote rigging, yay. Actual vote rigging. Boo. Yeah, yeah. Dumb Dumb's and Dice does not endorse <laughs> vote fraud, for committing fraud. Um, so uh, on that note, let's commit some fraud. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Moonhammer, uh, you will note on your sheet that despite being a, a goddess of, of friends and fellowship, uh, you've been through some tough times of late. So your charisma is bad. Um, so I think for you, the act of going around and making friends is kind of like when the big scary jock is like, Hey, you're going to be my friend, right? And you're like, I, I sure am. Um, so we'll use your, uh, I think probably, What do you, how do you think you would approach people to make them your friends? Keeping in mind that to your mind, this is just pure charisma. Like you're just schmoozing and everything is fine. But I'm imagining this is a bit of like, uh, like a, a Dwight Schrute or like a Dina from Superstore, just like no actual clue how to do this but like is aware of what the concept is. So just kind of like, here's my version. I assume this is correct. Uh, so what is, what is your version of making friends? Um, uh, I'm going to go up to people and uh, get them to feel my muscles. Okay, great. To, uh, impress them, like flex in front of them, and they're going to be graced with my presence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm going to let them have the honor of uh, feeling my biceps. Okay, to I love that. To be clear, they are just feeling a series of jiggling butts, though, right? No, like, like, I was going to, you know, flex. and, and But, they, but there are butts like, on your arms, right? No, my, my dress is, is strapless. Got yeah, it. It's like strapless and form-fitted, uh, and it's got like the low back. So it's just like two big butts on my chest and like two smaller butts on my abs. Like, yeah, it's all got it. But my gotcha. arms and my I mean, you gotta keep the guns body. out, you know. The yeah, you, you can't holster those bad boys. Um, okay, so can you roll me a strength save, please? Okay. Um, the, the 20. Yeah, so roll a d20. And uh, here's a tremendously strange question. Uh do you feel like you're full of rage while you do this? <laughs> like, is it is it an angry like be my friend or I'll break your arm or is it uh, or are you legitimately trying to be charming? Um yeah, I think I'm trying to be charming in my own okay. way. So no no rage then. This is Okay. This is just you you doing your best. Um <laughs> I was say, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um that might come out later if this isn't successful. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, totally fair. Frustrated. Um, okay, it's a fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, cool. So you start doing that, and people are a little hesitant, but they do recall that you did like body slam a rib cage out of a hydra earlier today. So they're they're like, you know, it's it's a little hesitant at first, and then people are kind of getting into it. You know, there's a lot of like, oh, 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 wow, that that is that is that is potent. Also, are these are these your butts? Did you did you get a butt model? Like they start talking to you about the outfit and your your biceps and like honestly, pretty good so far. So so far things are going all right. Uh, Juniper, uh, you transform into Mrs. Paisley. Um, here's a question: Does Mrs. Paisley have a prom outfit? Um, I'm still in the armor, right? A Blingdenstone. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So. I think that's shit's just mm. Hmm. I was gonna we'll say, say that she's just you, in the armor. I think um, I think she needs to put a flowering flowery skirt over top of it. Yeah. Uh Juniper, I'm gonna uh, skip a step for us here um yeah. and, and sort of add something previously. We'll say that um because you were granted a uh, new form uh by rhetoric, um you have your juniper shit back. Um, oh, so that's got, nice. Yeah, so you're in the armor of Blinged in Stone. Like you've still got all the stuff from Old West Juniper's body, yeah. but um, yeah, he re-equipped you with with your stuff as a as a parting gift uh, and a thank you for not shredding reality. It was going to be a real pain in his ass. You say, oh, dare I ask, yeah. Tom? With the new merging forms and being able to absorb the chair and all of those things, could the original outfit be absorbed so she just becomes Miss Paisley in a dress and would switch back to Blinged in Stone, or is the outfit changing still manual? Um. I would be inclined to say with this new druidic power that you can fully shift your form because you're no longer just changing your face, Fuck. you're changing your entire being. So yes, if you want to be Mrs. Paisley in a in an outfit, you can. Well, then she's got to go flowery, flowery blouse, brown skirt, classic, classic Mrs. Paisley. Great, love it. Yeah, uh, yeah because I, I agree, Ryan. It's since we're treating it largely because we're reverse engineering the combat wheelchair rules around druids, makes perfect sense to me that we we follow that all the way through. S- small gnome woman now. <clears throat> Great. Um, you you pop out with a, and they, with a juniper sized butt mask. <laughs> it's yeah. like the size of her torso. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, you see another like from from across the way. Uh, Take my breath away starts playing and um, a, a shirtless gnome with incredibly good abs wearing a giant butt mask just kind of turns in slow motion and it's like a lover's eyes meet, but it's just like two butt masks looking at each other from across a room. Um, and, uh, you just see him like slowly caressing each ab in kind of like a come hither way. Uh, but Mrs. Paisley, you, you don't got time for that. Oh, to be young again. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you got some forging to do. So, um, <laughs> Laura, what uh, what skill would you like to use for your your forgeries? Uh, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I've yep. I I've I mean, yeah, I'm proficient with the forgery kit. Um, okay, let's go deception then. I think that makes yeah, the most sense. I think that's yeah, that's probably because it's a <clears throat> the whole thing is just deceitful. Yeah, 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 totally. So. Yeah, yeah, because I think, you have uh, a forgery kit, we'll say that you have uh, advantage. Yeah, I was going to say, Butthole <laughs> would be using his, like, thaumaturgy and other things to have conversations and distract people while she's doing her forging. Yeah. Right. So with advantage, please, Laura. All right. Oh, so that's a 19. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, you do some good ballot stuffing. Yay! Um, <laughs> but given that it is uh, themed like a high school prom, it really is just, like, little slips of paper with like a it's kind of the yes no maybe boxes <laughs> it's just like it's a, yeah like you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you sit down like you crack your knuckles you bring out your forgery kit you open it it's just like just write an x anyone could do this <laughs> yeah. um, you just like go nuts um right and See, then i can do so many of these now <laughs> <laughs> you said like an assembly line yeah you look across there's like another like the uh the god of like slightly delayed buffering is also doing it um but just slower because he's not as good at it um cool and then uh ryan you just see you just see butthole go carry that guy into the bathroom and butthole comes out alone <laughs> just... yeah um he raised his wet? fist to... he, like dripping any water <laughs> yeah. yeah do not go in there um the the god of buffering goes to punch you but then his hand stops and there's a little spinning circle which lets you just pick oh him up and God. carry him away um Great. So, uh, butthole, um, you are wandering around um, trying to convince people of the the, the benefits of of Moonhammer friendship. This is 
well and truly your jam. Um, what is uh, what is your tactic, and which god are you trying to talk up? Um, so, Butthole would be looking for gods who are definitely not in the running. Like he'd be looking for the down and out, the kind of if we're talking high school, he'd be looking for like the nerds, the band sure. geeks, like like the the rebels who are looking for a cause to get behind. And he'd be talking about how Moonhammer is all about you know the little guy or gal and always backing up whoever needs things. And Moonhammer loves friendship, which means Moonhammer's looking for new friends and not necessarily people who've got a thousand friends. Those friends seem awful. Do you know what? She's looking for the quality. She's looking for the cream of the crop. Let me tell you the story of Garvo. Uh, and it's just, he starts using like Garvo's, the Garvo <laughs> the Undying story is like a parable for what it means to be Moonhammer's friend. Unrecognized and unseen, but so valued you'll live eternally and all especially that if you get stuff. turned into a tree uh okay yeah. great um, he doesn't know that he's forgotten that part i think yeah yeah that's i mean also he's he's still not wrong uh so go ahead and roll be persuasion please um is it fair to say that i would probably cast uh what is it that i have guidance? i have one that, yeah i've got my like i can add a d4 that's good concentration hmm? yep all right, that brings me to 13. Um, so the good news is you you have convinced uh, these underdogs that they should totally vote Moonhammer. Unfortunately, there are not that many underdogs. So <laughs> they will vote Moonhammer, but there's like six of them. And they are super excited to do it. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, the, uh, the indoor kids will not uh, be able to uh, help you as much as, as you'd hoped. Um, but the good news is uh, you've all had varying degrees of success. So sure enough, um, uh, you're, you're feeling pretty good when uh, the MC um, who you uh, recognize from uh, uh, the, the the arena gets up there and uh, just says, um, well, hello, everybody. It's me, your old friend, Richard Johnson. Uh, and I am thrilled uh, to, to be your MC for this evening. Uh, I hope you're all having good, safe fun. Uh, remember, the hell cab number is near the door. So if you need a ride home, just call yourself a hell cab. We don't need anyone falling into the sea of despair below us. Man, some of those sea gods are furious about the stuff we dump in there. So don't fall in. Okay, so we're very excited to get the, the voting uh, underway. It seems that uh, the ballot boxes are in. So everybody hang tight while we play this extraordinarily long drum roll as we count all the votes. And you look over <laughs> and there's just like a single goblin who's just like... <sighs> and um, <laughs> with that, you watch them slowly begin to count and mark down uh, the votes as everyone waits in rapt silence. Um, meanwhile, uh, you've entered the archives, uh, Reginald and uh, Quinny. Um, you uh, you get past the front desk without any difficulty. Um, a uh, another sort of uh, clerk creature says, "Oh, you're you're a little bit early, but uh, come on in." Uh, and uh, you begin to uh, to make your way uh, through. What are you guys going to try and do now that you're in here? Um, I mean, I, I think, know you're looking for a lawyer, but like, what specifically yeah, are you? I think first and foremost is we need to learn how the archives are oriented, how information is organized down here, and things like that. Is that a parent through just observation or do it is extraordinarily that? well labeled like okay. everything here is is it's what hospitals try and do like just very very uh cleanly laid out oh so you like lines on the floor being like follow this line to like yeah all right so realistically we need to find a lawyer we need to find anything we can find about how to void contracts specifically on mass some sort of um, ultimate annulment yeah yeah and annulments will be right next to divorce which i also have to look into for gods it's a long story. What? It's 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 for the piss guy. It's gonna be fine. Oh God! All right, let's leave that for last if it's okay with you. Just because time is a factor, I think. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that being left for last. I realized I should have flagged more honestly that it's probably the only way we can defeat Captain Plantier, but it's a thing. Oh, okay. No, we need to make sure that gets done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, can you guys roll me? Um. We'll say this is a, a Quinny roll, but um, Ryan, you can assist. Uh, so an investigation check with advantage. I was going to say this actually would play to Reginald's. He's he's highly intelligent. Okay, um, Quinny, would you would you let Reginald take the lead on this? Um, 
Yeah, I think it's like a cooperative thing. So it's just like we're both looking as far as I'm. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah we'll so both yeah. look at the map. Yeah, yeah. great. So um, I guess, uh, you know what, fuck it. Just, uh, you can either, one of you can get advantage or you can both roll. It works, it nets out to the same, I think. Uh, I, uh, like if Let's you, just if, both roll. I was going to say, if Reginald's not like, let me take this or like, help me do yeah, this, then I, no, it would just be us looking separately. Yeah, yeah, but both, together. both go ahead yeah. and roll. So you wanted that investigation? Yes, please. Okay, I got a nine. I got 19 for Reginald. Ooh, there we go. Great. Um, so yes, you're able to uh, find the directions um, to uh, what you're looking for fairly easily. Again, labeling system in here is fucking rad. Um, so you begin making your way down the hall, um, doing, I assume, kind of like bad exterminator acting. A lot of like, oh, got to find those bugs. Like a lot of uh, kind of vaguely conspicuous looking around. Um, the place is relatively empty, uh, like everywhere you found. It is it is sparsely populated. Um, but uh, uh, every so often, um, you, you catch sight of um, a, a clerk kind of going here or there, sometimes leading uh, demons through clearly, you know, to a specific site. Um, and uh, finally, uh, you find um, sort of a massive set of doors uh, that lead into the section. Uh, forgive me, you're after, uh, I know you're after lawyers, annulments. What was the other piece? So there's lawyers, there's annulment slash divorce, and there was how to void contracts. Like we need yeah. the contract law, how to do like en masse, because figure out how to break one contract won't help us if there's 10 billion of them. We need like the big clauses. Yeah, great. Um, so you're heading into like the high security, uh, the highest uh, security zone. Um, so you um, reach a, a set of double doors and uh, there uh, is obviously a, a guard standing there. And this guy does legitimately look intimidating. Um, he's, he's a bigger, bulkier guy. Um, and uh, he just says, uh, oh, reservers of knowledge. Y'all aren't supposed to be here till tomorrow. I'm afraid I can't let you in. Uh, yeah, I think our schedules might've gotten, uh, mixed up there. Cause we were, we were given in a call to, to have that. We had to come in through this part today. We got told that it got bumped up. Yeah, that's fine. We got a VIP in there right now. So that's uh, just not going to happen for you. Oh, geez. How long is a VIP in there for, you know, we got other places to go to today. Look, that's fine. But, uh, the one of many faces himself, uh, told us that uh, this VIP is to be accorded every, every courtesy. One of many faces. No kidding. Okay. Well, I mean, look, just one working Joe to another. He's not in there, is he? The big no. guy himself? No, 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 no. no. Okay. Uh, I've never seen him. Okay. He's got many faces. You, no kidding. All right. Well, okay. Well, thanks for letting us know. Uh, we'll finish up out here then. So you're not going to force the door? Uh, not right now. I want to talk to Reginald. <laughs> Great. Um, so you guys fuck off uh, a little bit back the way you came, uh, and get out of earshot. Uh, I take off the ring of invisibility and I hand it to him and I say, now seems like as good a time as ever, buddy. Uh, VIP through that door. That could be, you know, if someone that the one of many faces thinks is pretty important, they might have the information we need to really fuck his day up. Oh, I completely agree. But here's, here's kind of an awkward moment. I think you might need to sneak up and be in a position to be able to stab that guy if he hears me. Because I, 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 I like the ring. The ring bugs very well. But I don't do stealth and I'm a little bit nervous. Okay, so I'm fine with that. I, I think I'm fine with that. Um, we... We take this guy out to get through that door, right? There's no other way in. The other I'm one thing we, we could can... do is we could distract him. I mean, if you want to make noise and be invisible and have him come investigate your noise, that would be great. Oh, that's pretty good. Then we just make him go sleepy. We don't even need to kill him, and, uh, but we probably should. I don't know. Up to you. But do you want me to try to sneak past and just be ready to cover me? Or do you want me to be over here being like, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. And then you could just take him out. Let's start with that. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Okie dokie. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Uh, no, and, I, I, and I've scrambled to hide. Over. I'm like, God damn it, Rachel. Roll, uh, roll a deception <laughs> check there, bud. That's a 17. Um, The guy goes, oh, we can't afford another lawsuit. There's too many lawyers around. Uh, and he comes like running running over. Um, like, Quinny, you're going to try and yeah. sneak by? Yeah. Um, great. So... Uh, you begin to book it past, uh, rushing for the doors. 
Um, you sneak through them uh, rather quickly and find yourself in a massive, beautiful library. Sorry, were you expecting resistance at the door? Uh, no, I think we were going to knock him out, but I think this is now Reginald's oh. baby. Reginald's going to be invisible, I think, and deal with him, and I guess <laughs> I'll meet him at the door. Okay, sorry, I was a little confused about what's no, going on. No, we're so committing anyway. to this. No, I like this, this funnier. Yeah, yeah. I like the confusion of our plan is both of us <laughs> enacting two separate plans without the other's help. Great. Yeah. So, uh, Quinny, you dart in. <laughs> sorry, you dart into the library. Um, massive, uh, like we're talking like Beauty and the Beast uh, style library. Um, five stories tall. Um, there's kind of ladders and and staircases everywhere. Um, and uh, as uh, as you rush in, um, you uh, you feel a, a bit of a quiver as you pass through the door. Uh, and you gave him the ring, right? I gave the ring of invisibility to Reginald. Yes. Great. So you're, you're just clear. So you you move through. Um, your your old thief sense is uh, pretty glad you didn't have the ring on uh, because uh, you just passed through an anti-magic field that would have really fucked that up. Um, I hesitate to ask, but is my eye okay? Um, it wasn't uh, in I use. I wasn't it was using the patch, it. Okay. So you're fine. It was just if anyone comes in with anything that's active, it it scrambles the shit out of it but okay. if it's inactive like it also doesn't fuck with your magic weapons or anything as long as they're not in use Got the it. idea would be if you run in with a flaming sword it just blinks out you're like oh no it's just a stupid sword now and then someone punches you to death <laughs> um so uh you um rush in uh and um again beautiful filing system um but um you uh, are stopped in your tracks uh by uh, a blast uh, that hits the ground in front of you uh, with a, a wisp of smoke. Uh, and as you look up, uh, you see a, a small dragonborn um, wearing a cloak uh, with a book in one hand uh, who just looks down and goes, Oh, hey, Quinny. Uh, sorry, man. Now you got to die. And Quinny, that is how you are reunited with your old pal, Bucky. Hey, kid. Ow. Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> The drum roll has been going for some time, and finally, it comes to an end, and everyone is exhausted. Like no one, no <laughs> one was here for it. It's it. It finally ends, and um, uh, Richard uh, Johnson says, "Okay, there were a lot of of votes, uh, more than I think there are people here by by a few, but who am I to argue with <laughs> the tied and the, the tried and tested?" Stuff ballots in a box at an event where everyone is drunk for a low stakes victory. Uh, so the uh, your queen of God prom is Moon Hammer. Uh, Moon Hammer, if you could uh, take to the stage, yay! Uh, I and knew it. Your new king is oh, uh, wow, okay, uh, Ramsey Blade Shadow, uh, god of poisonous wrist blades. Um, and you see just a like long cloaked uh, kind of like assassin's creed looking motherfucker um just kind of clicking uh, his wrist out it looks a little bit like pedro pascal um he gets up there he flips back uh the uh the the cloak um he's got just kind of like uh war paint down his face um and uh he he turns to you moonhammer and uh, just kind of nods it's a little bit of a game recognized game um piece uh and uh he just says I appreciate your hammer hands and your butt attire. You are truly a formidable opponent. I was taken down by the combined armies of several nations on my planet. I laid three to waste. Only one remains, but uh, they eventually got me. It was pretty good. I will do anything to return and burn that kingdom to the ground. How about you? How'd you end up here? Well... I was the queen of hell. Mm, oh, impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I was, you know, killed by the one of many faces. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sounds like uh, quite a busy fellow. Well, uh, this should be fun. Uh, may the best killer win. And he flexes and his robe shreds as blades spike out Jesus. of his shoulders his arms his hands um like his his teeth drop into blades uh he just kind of like rolls his back uh grievous style arms flip up and around um and he kind of drops into a fighting pose and richard johnson is like oh damn 
Uh, he is he is spooky. Uh, Moonhammer, you 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 ready for this? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Um, and with that, you you raise your hammer hands, uh, drop into a fighting stance, and are immediately sprayed with blood as uh, Ramsey explodes. Uh, there's a shower of glass, and rising uh, from his Tony Stark drop, bluish-green hair swept majestically back over his burnt face. Captain Plantier rises and just says, Hey, babe, good to see you. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-A ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Great Dane, Acrix, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W. But how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.